0: Good morning, everyone. Give Welcome morning. to the good Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak. Episode 347. Who's stealing my money? <laughs> Mark, holding deposits, being refunded. Oh, yes. it's always. It's not as cut and dry, and I think a lot of time clients think the agents trying to steal their money. It basically, what it is. So in this show, let's break it down from residential, commercial. And sales, we have touched on sales previously, but let's get in a bit more detail, especially when it is um, residential. We love the detail. Good morning, Luke. As he let said, the let buyers
1: beware. Be and it is that way, isn't it? The buyers, you got to know, uh, you've got to know the rules and the regs uh, as to your eligibility of getting deposits back. Uh, so let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, and I think from from the get-go, it worked as an agent, it works out so much better to have these conversations straight up. I think far too often agents are happy to talk about the good stuff, the good details, but they don't get into the bad details of what could happen. So buyers and tenants, when things go wrong, because let's face it, shit goes wrong all the time. And if you haven't had that conversation at the beginning. It gets really sour really quickly, and deposits is a big one. Um, I know in my earlier years, especially if we start with commercial, it was it would be in the application in the writing. But so a deposit for commercial can a lot of the time work, especially if it's an office or industrial. You've agreed on terms, you sign a heads of agreement, a term sheet, and in that term sheet it basically says if you if for whatever reason the lease is not signed it does not go ahead the legal fees accrued will be deducted from the holding deposit simple like and in my experience when you say that up front when you go to the the tenant just so you know once we go to this stage it's formal any cost accrued because it's an external party the lawyer has to get paid for drawing up that lease regardless if you so like is, it if you pull out
1: so this is rentals and this is commercial yeah, we're going to cover we're going to cover retail, uh, residential, and retail and stuff like that. But this is commercial, and so and this is New South Wales. Like Luke just said, it's Queensland. Um, uh, they refund the holding deposit if issues with finance, pest, and building. Okay, so let's talk about commercial leasing. If you get a if you uh, get an agreement with the, with the landlord, sign off on a heads of agreement. What did you just say?
0: You sign up on a heads of agreement. If the base, if the lease is not signed, either party does not we go ahead, that the legal fees will be deducted from the holding deposit. So normally a holding deposit, let's say it's one month, five grand, and the legal fees are $1,000. So then you will be so refunded ten- $1,000. We'll yep. Pay, four-
1: we'll pay for the landlord's legal fees. Um, but you know what I reckon? I reckon... <laughs> The legal if you're the solicitor for the landlord you, you probably would be a little bit cheeky wouldn't you
0: I think you got to put it this way everyone's got the incentive for the deal to go ahead a lot of time a property could be empty for six months 12 months the owner wants it rented yeah and at lease, they're generally pretty standard yes there's a lot some clauses that are here nor there in my experience where it blows up is you you have a lawyer you have a, a client who doesn't have a lawyer who specialises in commercial, and they don't understand a lot of the terms. I reckon when when a client would get yes. a lease, when a client would get a lease, and their lawyer who may dabble in commercial, blows everything out of proportion. They're they're pretty basic. Uh, it's it's the 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 lack of understanding by solicitors. It's insane. When one it, in what do you reckon?
1: One in five? One in three? What do you reckon?
0: Of the deals that blow up, the, I reckon half are yeah. generally from the lawyer, if not higher. And they're not for legitimate reasons where, obviously we're an agent's bias to get the deal, but I'm pretty, I, I, call, I call strikes and spares, I think that's the saying, So and it, but a lot of the time, the lawyer in the tenant's ears is, is, what about this, what about this? Oh, I'm all doing this to protect you, doing this to protect you, but a lot of it's irrelevant. And a lot of it is it just the lawyers blow up the deal. So in that case, if it doesn't go ahead, then the legal, someone's got to pay for that lawyer. And if you put yourself, a tenant always goes, well, it's the owner's property, It's why shouldn't they pay? If you look and the sort of response is, it's a lease for you, they're doing it on your behalf, you're looking to take up the property. So that's why you're, you're paying for it and two, from an owner's point of view, if for everyone that showed interest, if they drew up a lease at a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a pop, then it would get ridiculous. And also, a lot of the time, a tent when a tenant's paying for it, they they don't be as silly with some of the responses. And like sometimes you'll see a clause, and they try and change the word from a to the because. It could have a deeper meaning, but really clutching at straws. But when you're paying for it, you're not as willing to do that. You only look at the serious stuff that could really implicate
1: you and be bad for you. So I'm motive- you reckon it motivates the prospective tenant a bit more? Yeah, 100%. And they know 100%. they're paying for legal fees if it falls over. All right, 100%. so that's that's rentals commercial. What about rentals retail? Because um, there is a difference between... Uh, commercial and retail. With um, sorry, like commercial office, commercial factory, uh, retail. What's the difference?
0: So the difference is there's two. The, there's two costs. There's lease preparation cost, and then there's basically yeah. changes cost, communication cost. Now with retail, the landlord cannot charge the lease preparation cost, so that could be fifteen hundred dollars. But they can charge the registration cost of the lease and they can charge uh changes cost so if the tenant sends through 30 changes they can then be charged on those costs there so it's very similar to commercial where a lot of um a lot of lawyers won't if it's like five or six and it's really quick and it's just clarification but if you get those hero lawyers that want to rewrite the lease then they can go back and go, oh, "Cool, you're you're paying for this. You're paying for these changes." We. Put-
1: um, and Miles said, "Good morning, uh, Michael." I'm getting an, an, um, a wave of comments from people wanting to know where you got your haircut from. <laughs> Just, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, fresh cut, Alamy. Yeah, so yeah. Copy manly.
1: Wow, it's really, but, really. Yeah it's, yeah, it's. I was it's growing it. Fast.
0: I was growing it out, so, so it's still it. pretty long. Which I'm pretty we
1: yeah. We should I name. A pain. We should, we should name that. Okay, so we've covered deposits uh, for retail, commercial. Um, can we talk about now deposits for residential rentals? So nah. residential rentals. <laughs> nah. Residential rentals. I've put my deposit down. Uh, I'm a tenant and I've changed my mind. Do I get my de- so I put down one week, and two or three. Uh, four or five days into it, I've decided, hey, I'm not going to proceed anymore. Can I get my deposit back? Majority of the time, no. No. It's but been. Don't forget, it, God, don't forget, guys, or even on this, there's a little bit of, um, and, and you said to use the word majority, there's a little bit of leeway, there's a little bit of hustle. So, yeah. like, no, majority, no, but sometimes if you complete a case, uh, a landlord understands that. It's good. Now, bear in mind, people have got to understand that the deposit's not going towards the agency or the agent. The deposit's generally going to go into the hands of the landlord. So it really is the landlord's decision on, on uh, a bit of goodwill refunding on deposits. Yeah, but it is. But generally yeah. understand that residential is not
0: yeah, especially after four days, because they've taken off the market, they've cancelled opens, they've had the lease prep. Um, if it was after an hour, then maybe not. If they haven't executed, if they haven't lost a week of showing it for rent, then there's that potential. So that's where, like we said Mark, you could negotiate going, oh, you accepted me at 9am, but 11am another agent called with a property, um, can I cancel? You still had it online. You hadn't, you hadn't really lost any time or momentum. That's a big thing to consider. As much as you're always thinking of yourself, put yourself in the owner's shoes. If they, yeah, yep. if they hadn't lost the time,
1: downtime. So a deposit on a, on a residential unit is one week.
0: Yep.
1: House, unit, whatever. What what deposit are you putting down for a commercial property? We didn't cover that before. Sorry.
0: Generally one month, sometimes two.
1: One to two months. Got it. Now a deposit. So we've covered the residential rentals. Everyone's covered with that. But if if the landlord changes their mind, they can't take the deposit of of uh, they can't gouge the deposit out of the um, out of the tenant. So if the if the landlord changes their mind a couple of days later, they've really got to give the whole deposit back. Yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, with residential.
1: Resi. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Resi
0: on that one. Yeah. Now. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: sorry. I was just thinking, yeah, because the landlord can still withdraw up until the lease signed. to hold a deposit. stop not binding for residential. Yeah, nothing signed, so.
1: Yeah, everyone's really loving your haircut online today, mate. It's just going crazy. It's really. Oh, I've never, I've never, I've never even seen this. The amount of viewers based on your haircuts gone. It's incredible. Yeah. Well done, mate. Well done. Well done, to your hairdresser. Um, yeah. Okay, oh. now now let's go over. Let's go over to sales. Sales. Um, now, with sales, you put it. To, how much do you put a deposit down when you when you buy a sales property, residential?
0: Yeah. So when you buy uh, conditionally, you're putting a zero point two five percent of the sale price down. So at a million dollars, it's two thousand five hundred. And you ex- sign contracts in exchange with a five generally a five day calling off period, which is binding. So an owner can not pull out if they got a higher offer, but a tenant can. tenant has five days, but they do forfeit that 0.25% deposit. You can ask for extensions that may be granted. Um, But, Mark, what about unconditional? Uh,
1: If you put down 10% deposit and you've signed for the property, as in sold, that's what sold looks like. When the sold goes on the board, it's a 10% deposit down. Both parties are signed. No cooling-off period. You will lose your 10% deposit finished plus damages, if there's
0: yeah. any. So you basically... dollars
1: property, you just, you just wiped off $100,000. Just for the record, I've seen it done once, twice, three times in my career.
0: Yeah, very uncommon, very uncommon. Um, uh, commercial sales is yeah. b- very much like residential, unconditional. There's no calling off period. Yes. You put down a 10%, no. you sign, sold. No cooling off. No so I'll,
1: I'll, I'll just repeat that again. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are buying a property in um, New South Wales, you, you get a five-day cooling off period as standard in the contract if it's a new south in New South Wales, right, residential. But in commercial, there is no standard cooling off in the contract at all. You are hooked in, hook, line, and sinker. So if you buy, put down ten percent deposit, sign a contract, seller signs a contract in mm-hmm. you exchange, you will lose your ten percent deposit.
0: Yep, this is true. All right, I think that's a wrap. That's uh, everything you sort you of know with the
1: okay, deposit. Hope well, to everyone today. And Michael, congratulations again. Um, really, really On happy for you and your haircuts. Congratulations,
0: mate. Feeling uh, good. Absolutely. Deals are going to come. It thing. all starts from the top.
1: It all starts from the top. <laughs> <It all starts laughs> and the all... top. And guys and girls, yeah. um, if you want to know, if you want us to talk about anything on the show that you're thinking about, let us know. Just direct message us, comment here on what you want us to have a chat about. If there's a topic that you it's particularly sensitive to you at the moment, and you want some clarification around it, ask the experts, and we'll um, and we'll talk about it the following day.
0: Yeah, and tomorrow we're going to talk about COVID proof tenant, what uh, people are really looking for when buying a commercial property, and if you're a landlord or potential buyer, what are some really good COVID proof properties that have done really well when we've been selling them, and what to look for. Thanks, guys.